Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Uh, you probably think this, maybe maybe it's glamorous. Maybe in your mind, this job that we're doing is glamorous. But if you were to see Richie and I right now, this is the furthest point from glamour. It's an incredibly hot day. It's only going to get hot during the course of the week. Even during the process of this show, Richie's other half, Natalie, has come in and asked him to open a window because it's really stuffy the room he's in. I'm sat in a pair of shorts sweating with a fan on. I feel like a someone who hacks computers for a living. This ain't glamour, is it? It's not at all. No, no. You're, you're quite right. My wife burst in, opened the bedroom window, and I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm just opening the bedroom window. It's so stale in here. You've no idea how bad it smells. And I had to remind her, this is a radio studio it is and you know what planes are flying lower each and every day as we have discussed <laughs> on home time so the things you do for the art hey the things oh, you do for the art oh dear well here's what we managed to cronk out today despite all these things absolute radio they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometown podcast with bush and richie reminiscing about our previous lives on the show at the moment we're getting a step closer to normality and lockdown being lifted but do you remember those things from before you were trapped in the house for three months uh, what we're trying to do is make them seem like they might be on a parchment from a shakespearean place so do us a favor there's a little exercise for you in the first hour of the show put ye oldie before anything from pre-lockdown life to make it seem like the good old days Masato is suggesting ye oldie barber I mean it's even an old-fashioned word for someone cutting your hair ye oldie barber I like it do I would love that ye oldie Sweeney Todd and previously <laughs> you know sometimes you think oh don't talk to him it's really tired today I'd love to have a barber chat like even just like asking someone asking where I'm going on holiday or I've got a busy week or something like that uh, Reggie Smith says oh there's always one of these ye oldie mistress Oh dear, Reggie's oh joking. Dear. I'm sure he's joking. Uh, Sarah says, "Ye oldie, calorie counting." <laughs> exactly, it's everything's uh, anything's uh, anything goes. I think during the lockdown, Charlotte White says, "Ye oldie, stilettos and handbag." Ooh. Really? Ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Claire says, "Ye oldie, bra." Yes, indeed, Claire. Uh, Barty says, "Another food-related one. Maybe that's where my mind's at today." Ye oldie, cheeky Nando's. Oh, a cheeky Nando's. Jeff says, ye oldie peanuts on the bar. That's definitely <laughs> something from yesteryear. Uh, Kaz Loon says, ye oldie conger. We ain't going to be congering for a while. To be fair, though, genuine question, when was the last time you congered? A uh, Good point. Uh, it's I, a very, ye, very ye oldie. It might be the, uh, um, the millennium. I remember <laughs> the last time I did a, co a conger. And travel-wise, Fitzo suggesting ye oldie tube travel. You never know. You never know. But it does seem like the olden days, doesn't it? Like I said earlier on, as you say these things out loud, they turn into one of those old crosshatch drawings from the closing credits of Blackadder the Third. This one has made me go misty-eyed from Llewellyn. Ye oldie cricket. Ah, uh, what what's going on with cricket? Why can't you play it? Surely, like, you don't stand anywhere near each other during the cricket. And you've got pads and stuff as well. Doesn't that? It's like PPE. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure a pair of cricket pads are are able to uh, uh, to keep you away from the COVID. I'm not so sure. Try a box. Let us know you get on. <laughs> Stephen in Reading uh, says, "Ye oldie doing shots with thy mates. Good use of thy. Love the language there." Uh, this text, no uh, no name on it, but uh, it does make me wonder. Uh, ye ye oldie alarm clock. I haven't oh, needed to set my alarm since the first of April. I'll be grateful, just have a few. You know when you end up with like seven or eight stupid alarms in your phone? I'll be, I'll be glad for that. Uh, Jerry says, ye oldie sneezing in public without people running for their lives. 
Yes, uh, Alex true. says, uh, Yeoldi enjoying a slice of birthday cake after someone else has blown out the candles. That's a good point, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, and Adam's gone political. Yeoldi Brexit. There's a term you haven't heard oh, for a while. This is the good old days. Do you know, I feel like I'm waiting to pick up our takeaway in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> this has been put uh, before a phrase, uh, and it's a phrase that will bring a lump to your throat. Yeoldi, same again, please. Oh, same again, please. That that insinuates same again, please, that you've been in there and had the first one. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Perchance the dream. And even the, like, I know I saw a, a photo of Sarah Champion, our, our esteemed colleague Sarah Champion, with a takeaway pint. It's not the same as sitting in your local, is it? Do you know what I mean? No. Nope. Uh, Andy says, ye olde trip around yonder Tilbury Loop. The, the train <laughs> line, I constantly got on the wrong train. Used to moan about it. It was the bane <laughs> of my life. I'd give anything to end up at um, Dagenham Dock now. Do you know what I mean? anything <laughs> i'm going to remind you of that oh, uh, i'll blend up there karen's made a suggestion that on a hot afternoon like this um i'm quite happy that this seems a distant memory ye oldie zumba oh bit of old-fashioned zumba do you remember the days and lisa says ye oldie nip to the shops my other half katie said this yesterday and it's a good point there's no more nipping to the shops you cannot nip to the shops anymore <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, I was out a uh, little trip in the car earlier on today, popped into the petrol station, and do you know what, Bush? I decided today was the day to treat the car. Do you do you have anything in your life? Here's a question: Do you have anything in your life that is not a human being? that you like to give a little treat to. How did I treat the car? I pulled yeah, up at the petrol pump and, and rather than filling the tank up with unleaded... Oh, you did You did? Oh, right, okay, fine. No, no, no. <laughs> rather than filling it up with unleaded, I decided to use super unleaded. I just kind of thought, once a month, it's nice just to treat the car with a tank of super unleaded. Is, it, is that that petrol that's the same price per gallon as Manuka honey that only people with Ferraris <laughs> use? Is that it's what that stuff far. is? I never it's go anywhere far. near it. <laughs> well, hey, that's good for you because I think you've got a diesel van. Uh, but oh, you, can get, you can get sort of like super diesel as well. You could do it. You could treat your van. I do think every now and then it's good to treat something that is non-human in your life. Just give it a little treat. For example, here's another one, all right? Once a month, and particularly during these summer months... I like to treat the grass with a little bit of miracle grow. All right, it doesn't it doesn't know what I'm doing, but I just kind of think I'm treating the grass, treating the car to some super unleaded. The grass gets a treat of some miracle grow. I imagine just in, this is a bit of a weird thing to say, but if your life was Toy Story the movie, I think that the toys would like you. You'd be quite a fair owner. They know that at least every month they're going to get treated in some way. Do you know what I mean? Uh, John has got in touch, says, I give my pot plant a glass of lemonade every so often. It's a bonsai bay tree and it's years old. It can't hurt it. He's going to end up in uh, in some kind of institution if he keeps feeding <laughs> soft drinks to his trees and his plants. What's going on there? What's going on? <laughs> Did you think of one yourself? I bet you do it. I do all right. We have... I don't know what the word is for it, but you know one of them showers where you've got like a plate with loads of little tubes in it and the, and, the, and it kind of rains down on your head. What's the name yes. for that? Uh, very nice shower is what it's very called. Very nice. I've got a very nice shower, everyone. 
Uh, and But it's been getting quite lime-scaled to the point where our 10-year-old daughter said that's a lot of lime-scale. And if you're getting slagged off by a 10-year-old for your lime-scale <laughs> problems in your bathroom, it's time to act. So I went to the shops and bought this powder that you put into the um, like the dish bowl thing. You take the, the top of the uh, shower head off leave it in there so it's a little bit like um a bubble bath or a nice soak maybe put some candles around it for the shower head and by the time i pulled it out and then dusted it down its little metallic showery face absolutely lit up and it's been gorgeous since there you go little treat for the shower head like a little trip to the spa isn't it honestly you can have a shower now around our house and you know if anyone wants to come around and do it get in touch at the other side of lockdown you can shower and little tiny corks of lime scale occasionally pop uh-huh. out of its tubes uh-huh. and then uh-huh. disappear down the sink it's an amazing thing to watch you can you can ease them out like popping a spot oh uh, lime scale so sits great <laughs> <It> wonderful <laughs> we just had a message in from someone called pete at periton engineering limited oh yeah so I, I think this could have something to do with you saying that you like to treat your car every month to some fancy petrol you know the super petrol, unleaded every month super unleaded. Treat, yeah he says richie a tank of super unleaded once a month is a literally a complete waste of money the benefit of the higher octane is soaked up by the cheap fuel. You're better off filling up with standard fuel and buying your other half, Natalie, some flowers with the money that you've saved. Ouch. <laughs> if that is true, that's crushing to know because I'm doing it with best intentions for the car. If it's actually not working oh. in the slightest... Imagine that for you. The amount of money you've, you've, you've been pouring away on that, you've been waste, wasting the money. What about that? It's pricey stuff, that juice. It's is pricey it? stuff. Hey, look! Wow. I'm still treating the car. There's still there's, there's still the best intentions from me. We we want to find out any any non-human object that you like to treat. Tell us what it is that you do. Eight, twelve, fifteen. For example, Rob says. About every three months, I treat my Dyson cordless V8 Hoover to a filter wash, and do you know what? It loves me for it. Do you know, for some reason, it really reminds me uh, when Luke Skywalker gives R2-D2 and C-3PO a special bath right at the beginning of the first Star Wars to <laughs> get all the sand out of their circuits. Similar kind of thing. Another Rob's been in touch, says, guys, uh, my wife calls my Lambretta scooter princess because I treat it so well. Maybe he's using that special fuel as well. Uh, Scott says, I sometimes treat my car to the most expensive car wash program. For example, I might treat it to the ultimate wax shine Dulux plus normally, uh, costing between 12 and 15 pounds. What a treat. Oh, it's made of money. Jay <laughs> in Buntingford says, guys, I treated myself to a hot tub at the beginning of the year and every week I treat it to a chlorine wash. <laughs> <laughs> get that the wrong go, way round. Wouldn't want to go in in between. That's rank. Right. So Darren from Binfield picks up on the fact that um, I was saying that I take the shower head off and then put it in descaler, and then little tiny corks of lime scale come out of the little rubber <laughs> bits of the shower when you're having a shower. It's an amazing experience. It's like popping a spot. Darren says, Bush, I take a wooden spoon into the shower to knock the scale off the nipples. His words, not mine, but I'm going to do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> lucky shower oh, yes. uh, Martin in Beckenham says I treat the washing machine to an empty 90 degree wash to clear out its pipes you, you're all you're all kindness Martin 
Uh, Drew says, Bush and Richie, Drew here. When travelling in the car and taking the iPad with me, I'll always put it in the back seat and strap her in for safety. I also <laughs> use the child seats on trolleys in Tesco's to strap in the Sunday roast joints. He's just taking extra precautions. Uh, Pete says, like you, I treat the car, but also my lawnmower. I give both the car and the mower a small dose of Castrol R motor racing oil straight into the tank. They appreciate it so much, the smell they give via the exhaust evokes the image of TT racing and a proper Grand Prix. It's addictive, says Pete. It's like a day at Silverstone there around his house. <laughs> and Matty says, this is interesting because I don't know whether this is, I mean, these, these are animals, I guess, or maybe they're porcelain. I don't know. Look, I'll read out the text. It says, I treat my ducks to a shower in the house. Then I let them sit on the couch and watch TV. They're either like monument, like um, ornamental ducks or yeah. actual... Matt, can you please get back in touch with the show? Are they real ducks that are sat on your couch watching telly? And if so, what's their favourite programme? Uh, anonymous text here says, Every three months I rebuild my gaming PC. Everything yes. gets unplugged and Windows gets reinstalled. Can I just salute at this point in the show the, the, the still continuing use of fantastic fantasy art for graphics cards? For gaming PCs. It's like a niche thing. Do you know what? If ever I get like a bit of money to a side, I want to set up my... You know, people have a museum in their house. I'm yep. going to do the best artwork from uh, graphics cards. So saluting him. <laughs> Sarah's gone down the whole car line still. She says, I've just treated my car too. And this is, this is her description for it. A blood transfusion, in brackets, new oil. Liver transplant, in brackets, oil filter. Heart valves, in brackets, spark plugs. And shoes, in brackets, Brake pads. What, what now, an amazing full body changeover that she's had done there. It's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it's a full-on treat, or is it more a medical for the car? And, and then if that's the case, is it actually a treat? But please, if you're listening to the show and you need to take your car into the garage and there's a problem you think with the brake pads, please say that you think your car's shoes might need changing. <laughs> Let us know how you get on. <laughs> I do feel that this message could actually be from our boss, but they've changed the name. Hey, chaps, Leander from Bolton here. A likely story. Leander. I love Christmas, but I feel sad that my posh Christmas wine glass only gets used during December. So every few months, I'll secretly watch a Christmas movie and treat the wine glass to a bottle of red for the evening. That sat there sobbing in front of Miracle on 34th Street or whatever <laughs> the hell it's called. Uh, and this is a weird one. Mike says, I give my goldfish garden peas every so often. It keeps them, and he puts in inverted commas, regular. <laughs> <laughs> now we're hey, all I, learning. Now we're, I didn't know Goldfish had a problem with that. Secondly, does that even work? There's so many questions. There's more questions than answers raised in this hour of the show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. This is Absolute Radio. It's time for radio at its most live and its most dangerous. Richie and I don't know what direction this is going to take. It's time for the Tuesday Tombola. The danger in some respects isn't actually necessarily the unpredictability of the topic that the Tombola is going to give us for the remainder of the show. Uh, the danger comes from heading to the bedroom of the Tooting Ball Botherer, uh, our producer, Adem, uh, who has actually uh, been uh, seconded uh, by Jason Manford this week, uh, but has uh, reset his alarm clock uh, for six o'clock this evening just to spin the Tombola for us here on Home Time. We're honoured, Adam. 
I don't like how you keep inviting yourself into my bedroom. It needs to stop. So uh, how's bre- really, how's uh, breakfast going, uh, Adam? Is it going all right with Jason, your new, your new mate and stuff? Is that all right? Sorry, which one's this? Is this Bush or Richie? I, I, I love, can't Look, remember. If you if you love Jason Manford so much, why don't you marry him, Adam? <laughs> all right? It's you sound, really, you sound really angry, Richie. What's up, mate? <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> oh dear, someone's getting a little bit of confidence having flown the nest for a few days already. All right, are you, all right, I'm, I'm missing you guys. Are you guys missing me? Just spin so- the flipping tombola, mate. You're not interested. <laughs> Take that as a yes. <laughs> right, 100 balls. Which one's going to get pulled out? Is that right. the spin? It is, it is breaking. I can tell you, right, I'll give it one more spin. Give it, give it more gusto, come on. No, that is all you're going to get, otherwise it will just break. You'd spin it harder for Jason. If, if, any- <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to make us a new tombola, email us hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, please. At least he can remember the email address. <laughs> uh, or Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. All right, it is all the fours, number 44. Ooh. Number 44. Ooh. What's the worst job you've ever done? Wow, this one. That's going to be good one. Oh! <laughs> Final word for the tooting ball, by the way, is <laughs> yeah. a good one. Uh, Richie, off the top of your head, bad job. Uh, spent a summer working in the cellar of a cricket pavilion, um, moving around alcohol. Uh, it, it was hot, I stunk of beer, and I didn't get to see any cricket. Oh, is that like sticky crates of uh, yeah. like mixers and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Awful. That's pretty grim. For me, I worked one summer overnight in a factory putting cherries into cherry pots for trifles. <laughs> that was a long, that was a long haul. I apologise if you're having your tea, but Matthew Kitchen has tweeted to say that he spent a year and a half analysing, should we say pig fluid? <laughs> That's the best way to put it. And, and I don't mean add blue. Uh, on a stud farm, <laughs> he says it's as grim as you can imagine. Thanks, Matt. Uh. Well, it's getting us off to a good start. Thank you very much, Matt, indeed. Katie says measuring oilseed rape at a scientific institution. They stink. They're dusty and scratchy, full of the biggest spiders I've ever seen, and I'm talking funnel webs at least six feet across. Oh, my God, that's the worst job. Dermot in Wickham says I had to dress up as a giant potato and walk down Hounslow High Street, handing out menus for a new takeaway. My costume made a baby cry. The mother started shouting at me for being irresponsible. (laughs) Terrifying potato Dermot over there. Uh, We'll stick with potatoes from Scott in Doncaster. Worst job, checking potatoes in a factory. I've never looked at a spud in the same way. Uh, Daniel says, uh, the worst job I ever had uh, was I was asked to clear out a bedroom of a lady who had passed away. The family let me in and said, just get started by putting the clothes into boxes. They came back and I'd been packing away the wrong bedroom. I've never felt so embarrassed in all my life. It's quite quite dark, isn't it? Uh, And one more from Neil. Uh, I once worked in a cucumber greenhouse in East Yorkshire. I had to keep the plants trimmed. I had to tie them up and walk along gangplanks in between them. My head scraped to the top of the greenhouse, water dripped down my face, and that tasted of cucumber. I have never eaten cucumber since. Not ever, says Neil. Do you know what? That sounds like someone out of a Roald Dahl book. What a bizarre scenario that is. Do you know what? As it heats up weather-wise this week, it's a gorgeous evening this evening, you do think some of these jobs are even worse 
in heat. For example, this one from Phil in Kent. Jet washing a septic tank. Oh, my word. The, the humanity. This is the only way to say it. Jenny yeah. says, worst job I ever had was when I was 15, peeling onions all day in a stir-fry factory. Sounds like the start of a joke. <laughs> uh, Stephen Northwich says, when I, was, uh, when I was 17, I worked in a poultry farm. Pulling the insides out of 30,000 a day, I only lasted three months. Grim. Steve, that is... That would oh. put you off chicken. Yep. Uh, Gavin in Merthyr Tidville says, I once worked in a cracker factory, as in Christmas crackers. They gave me a box and asked me to separate the orange, the orange party hats from the purple ones and put them in bundles of 30. I lasted until lunchtime and walked out. Do you know what? That might ruin Christmas for someone being forced to do that. <laughs> terrible. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Look, thank you very much. Hopefully you've enjoyed the show in podcast form. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading or streaming or however you have consumed this podcast. Uh, despite the fact that the weather conditions are hot and unpleasant to be in unair conditioned child bedrooms, it was a busy one today. We couldn't get through all your texts and emails. A couple that we've uh, kept to one side, we thought we'd just treat you to now. Uh, so this is about treating non-humanoid things to like a bit of a treat. So start with Richie um, treating his car to that weird petrol that I never go anywhere near that's a more <laughs> expensive, which we, we learn, as you've learned by listening to the podcast, is a massive waste of money. Uh, Keith in Swansea says, I treat my TV to a good dusting with a little brush and then follow up with a screen wash every once in a while. Oh, a screen oh, wash nice. for the actual telly. I'd do it for the computer. I'd never think about doing it for the telly. That is a good treat. Emily yeah. says, I have a childhood teddy bear. My grandma knitted it loads of outfits when I was little. As a treat for him, every now and again, I still change his outfit. Even though I'm now 32 and I'm expecting an actual child of my own. Okay, I don't know about you. I don't think I'm going to sleep this evening, but listen, thanks for texting the show. 